This is the Kamloops Insider with Parker Bennett. You guys ready for this podcast? I am. The yeah. gruesome threesomes in the house. <laughs> I did a, a lot of research. I didn't get nowhere, but you got some research. Is that English? <laughs> Im- improper English. <laughs> it's okay. So um, you can you can be our fact finder on this. Sounds good. It's we'll going to be a little different a podcast. Try. Just give me some time to Google it. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Well, it's 4.20 right now. You've got plenty of time. We've got all evening. <laughs> That's a hint to where we're going with this podcast. But before we get into like the podcast, I don't want to get too deep into what it is yet. Just um, I wanted to bring you up to date on the stats because we had a little bet. I don't know if it was the last podcast or the one before that, where we, we, we both, all three of us took guesses at what the, the units that would sell at the end of October and so we're 10 days into October right now, and I have an update on those numbers. So I'll just remind you guys what our, because I wrote them down. I'll remind you what, uh, what our estimates were. My estimate was 194 94 units would sell in the month of October. Allie, you were very conservative at 170. Yes. And Phil, you're in the middle at 184. Yeah. Okay. So in the first 10 days of September... There was 67 units sold. And as I believe, there was 232 sales total in the month of September. Last month. Okay. Which was a 22% reduction over year of last. Right. So we assumed that the curve would still be heading in that reduced units from October of 2017. And so far, the first 10 days, we have 24 sales. (laughs) 24 units. Oh, boy. I'm going to wait. <laughs> so you, you get kind of get the feeling that there could be a whole bunch pending, right? And yeah. it's really not a true stat to, 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 to say in the first 10 days, here's where we're at. But we're off to a really, really slow start. Really slow start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. Yeah. Like don't, well, mostly we try and go for completions at the end of the month. Yeah, and I I think when it when it says it's sold is just when subjects are off. Yes. Yeah. So the units recorded sold the minute the subjects are off. So if you got a deal pending, and subjects come off today, and it comes off today, then tomorrow it's it's considered a sold. We're still going for the end of the month. Most of this stuff happens at the end of the month. Okay. Can Nobody y'all wants to be positive here with yeah, me. Come that's on. That's exactly what she's doing. Positive thinking. I was going to say, don't count your chickens. Until they've hatched. <laughs> but I count them. I had one less this morning, so. <laughs> oh, I'm not Ellie, can you enlighten us on what, you, what your chickens' names are? <laughs> First, I'm going to say they're all, they're all old ladies, kind of like Spanish old ladies. Okay, Spanish old ladies. Uh, number one, Gertrudis. I ain't even going to try that again. <laughs> I tried earlier. I, I'm not doing it. But that's Gertrude? Yeah. yeah that's like the, the yeah. English version of it. Yeah. Okay. Clotilde. Claudia. Etelvina. I, I ain't got that, that one. one. Say again. Etelvina. Etel. The boys call her Etel. Etel. Yeah. Ethel. 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 Okay. There we oh. go. Okay. Um, remember, I have two, I think they're Americana brand or whatever. <laughs> yep. Uh, they look the same. They're kind of buff. So I call them Carlota and Roberta. But they're chicken, they're hens. Yes, but they're they're like more. They look. They have masculine names. Yeah, no, they're they're girls' names, but it's like really? that grandma that is like you're scared. She's like a little oh. bit, you know. 
you know what I'm talking about. Like, so say them all really quick. <laughs> Etelvina. That's the easy one. Gertrudis, Roberta, Carlota, Clotilde. <laughs> I can just imagine you standing outside every morning calling those names. Oh, they come without me calling them. They're like... <laughs> they want... <laughs> my, my chickens are like Big Bird and Chicken Little and Penguin. <laughs> and just like simple names. <laughs> Mine are simple too. It depends who says them. Yeah, That's fair it. enough. I feel like I should get some chickens just so I should, can name them. Oh, they're fun. They're, it's just my chicken awesome. started laying eggs that the skin is too, the, the eggs are too soft. They break. That's oh. a protein issue. I know. And I have to give them something natural, like, what do you call this? Uh, oyster shells? Oyster shells, yeah. And I give them oyster shells. I also. just took the, the, the scrap meat from the turkey over Thanksgiving. It was all boiled up when I did the soup. And I just gave it to them. I'm going to do that. ripped that apart. They're, they're says, like pterodactyls. Ryan says that he's against that because it's like he doesn't think, think it's ethic to give turkey Ethical? to chicken. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to hide it from him. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, just hide it from the, him. Just so you all know out there, the podcast is not about chickens. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's get to the podcast. All right, this is a real estate podcast okay. called the Kamloops Real Estate Insider. <laughs> little side note there. Um, today we're going to be talking about um, grass. Grass? Yeah, grass. <laughs> like astro, AstroTurf? Is that one? Is that one? Yeah. Yeah. What's another one? The the weed. The weed. <laughs> the sticky icky. What else is there? The Mary Jane. Yeah, the herb. I've never heard of this one. Maui Wowie. How about purple haze? Oh wow. Reefer. Devil's lettuce. The ganja. Devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. Listen, these are all like plant things. Are we talking about a plant? Yes. So today's <laughs> podcast is about the legalization of marijuana and how that's going to affect the real estate industry. Oh, cannabis. I have another one. Cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> how do you say that in Spanish? That is probably I the pass. most Spanish <laughs> marijuana word there is. I pass. I don't know how to say it in Spanish. So <laughs> if you live in Kalamazoo, you probably got a notice in the mail that October 17th is the day. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that the day? Yes. October 17th is the day that legal the marijuana will be legalized. And I, I I knew it was coming. I just kind of forgot about it. Like that was a, a liberal thing back in the election, right? Mm-hmm. So the, I guess the biggest thing, and I'm not here to discuss whether or not that legalization of that is going to be, you know, is that going to reduce drug trafficking? Is it going to affect the, you know, the drug lords of, of Kamloops or not? But what I'm really interested in, in is the disclosure issues and whether or not houses can be sold that have four plant grow, opera- grow, grow operations in them. Right. Right? Is it going to be an issue with lenders? Is it, going to be, is it going to be an issue with lenders? Is there going to be like environmental issues with every house now because, because more people are going to probably be more um, influenced to grow marijuana themselves as opposed to like maybe buying it? Mm-hmm. Or is Inside. There- is there going to be guidelines in our, okay, you can grow it. You just have to check these four boxes to make sure that. Yeah, but who's going to govern that? The idea of like yeah, legalizing it was so that the cops could deal with bigger fish, right? Like bigger issues yeah. that are going on. Mm-hmm. Like, is there going to be somebody, is the government going to appoint a bunch of people to come to your house and like check off, you know, that you have proper ventilation and, and, uh, like a wet inspection? Like a, a weed? Like a weed inspection? 
maybe it's maybe we a want municipal. to get certified in that right away. I'm just so thinking. Can... <laughs> maybe it's a municipal level where you know you have the um, unconforming suite, you have the conforming or unconforming weed growing operation. <laughs> weed growing operation. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. Because we want to know if it's going to be an issue for disclosure or what do we have to okay. disclose? So so currently, the way it works right now is on the property disclosure statement, which is like a BC-wide property disclosure statement. There is a question in there that asks, has the home ever been now or in the past a marijuana grow operation in mm-hmm. the property, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you got to check yes or no. Now, to define that closer, I have had, had a listing where we've had to get like legal interpretation of what grow up means because you still could have had a license to grow marijuana legally, medicinal license, right? That mm-hmm. they were, they did give those out. Yeah. Um, but the, the term grow up had a, had a illegal definition. So if you had a legal, if you were legally growing marijuana in your home, you didn't need to disclose that. Now, I'm not saying it should have been or it shouldn't have been. Just a lawyer had educated me and said that there had been precedent set in court that you did not need to disclose. I don't know if we had to throw down and go down that route if it went back to court, if it would, the same outcome would happen. But precedents had been set at some level in the courts that the word grow up was an illegal activity. And therefore, if you had a legal marijuana grow up, you did not need to disclose that. Okay, but so, and the thing is, why um, why do you have to disclose it? Is it the damage that it does to the, to the walls because of the moisture or well, the damage, what's the case? The damage is only done if it's not, you know, if it's, it's not a circumstance. Done, it's in, yeah. improperly yeah. done, yeah. And like the habit was that it was an illegal legal activity. Nobody really cared about the house, mm-hmm. right? So you were just doing it. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really need to, you weren't going to, hey, let's abide by, you know, proper ventilation code because we're going to have an illegal marijuana grow up. It was just like, we're just going to destroy this house and mm-hmm. we're going to make a bunch of money doing it. Right. Right? Yeah. So the ecological factor of what was going on in your house was is, is the only problem, mm-hmm. theoretically. Mm-hmm. And maybe some of the damage that you can't see, if there was some electrical stuff that was tampered with, mm-hmm. you know, that the layman's eye would not pick up on, you know, there's a fire hazard associated with that. Um, if you were overcurrent, like if you're drawing too much power into your, to your home, there was fire issues related to around that. And there could be like issues of copper wires melting, but not losing connectivity. And then, you know, the grow up gets remediated, but something gets missed. And now you have like a fire hazard still in your house behind a wall you can't see. Right. But does that change whether it's legal or illegal? Well, let's, let's discuss the idea. Okay. So, so Ali, you have tomatoes that you grow in your house. I start them in my house. Yeah. I start a lot of things in my house. Okay. So what would the difference be between having four marijuana plants and 35 tomato plants in your house? That I wouldn't have 35 tomato plants because there's <laughs> that's exactly. too many. That's right. <laughs> uh, but I would have uh, 10 tomato plants and some cucumbers and some... I so 10 tomato plants? So let's say you had 10 tomato plants. Yeah. You had some cucumber plants. Yeah. And you had a couple of like like feature plants. Yeah. All of this, this table would be filled with... 
Okay. Uh, little starters. Seedlings. Starters. Yes. Seedlings. Okay. Which would have a lot of humidity in the soil and be sucked into the atmosphere of your house. Probably. And you don't have to disclose that, right? <laughs> no, I don't. But potentially, and I know this from experience, I had an issue with um, a Filipino family that were growing prized winning petunias in their house. Like, when I mean prize winning petunias, they traveled the world with these petunias. They were estimated at being worth $10,000. I don't know if wow. they were jer- jerking my leg around, but they destroyed a house growing these petunias because the humidity in the home was, mm-hmm. was excessive, right? Mm. And in areas where it was a 1990s built home and, and there was areas in that home where the building code isn't as tightly sealed as it is today, and there was mold growing in areas of that home that was later discovered when they decided to sell the property. So, But that didn't have to be disclosed. They didn't have to disclose it. And a bank would finance it without really being concerned about it. Right. But if you're trying to get a mortgage on a property today, like right now, I'm not talking October 18th, mm-hmm. right now, and you're disclosing that there's been a marijuana grow up in the property, it's going to be really, really difficult to get a mortgage. That house is yeah. going to be devalued, even if it's been remediated by the, 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 the aroma of a past grow up in that property. Right. So my concern is what's going to happen in the future when, I don't know what the percentage of houses have marijuana growing in them now, whether they're legal or not, mm-hmm. but what's the future going to look like for rapid expansion of marijuana grow mini operations in every single other house in a subdivision. Right. Mm. right? And does that box get removed from the PDS? I, that's a, that's a great question. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I so think it's going to have to be a little bit, or instead of remove it from the PDS, there's going to have to be extra little boxes kind of to make sure that, you're within the legal boundaries. So do you have four or less Well, I think it's already plans? that way because if it's legal, the, the, the term that's in yeah. the PDS right now is for a non, non, an illegal activity. Mm-hmm. So if it's now a legal activity, that you still don't have to check that box. However, the legal terminology of it means that you're not selling it. Right? So the difference of like having four plants in your home that you're consuming yeah, and then having four plants in your home, but you sell a little bit to your neighbor because he doesn't have the technology to grow it. Yeah. Now you have created an illegal situation and now you need to take the box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, nobody's going to take the box because you're at plain eyesight. You're actually within the legal thing. Right. Maybe. So maybe the PDS, what they want to know is if you're doing something illegal or legal. That's it. They don't care if the mold is going through the walls or not. Right. They should, because that's really the only exactly. issue. Yeah, right? Having sure. a pl- I mean, there's all kinds of plants in your house, and I'm sure, like, if you started smoking in the mall, like, some of them would have some sort of, like, detrimental activity to your brain. Right? Like, so if you wanted to, like... <laughs> your fer- Are you talking about your ferns? Yeah, and like, maybe like if you eat some ferns, maybe you go psycho, right? Like, you can grow mushrooms in your house. I keep those alive. <laughs> Indoor plants and I don't get along. But yeah. Except tomatoes. Plastic ones are really... Oh, they're really great. Good. Oh, no, yes. Parker. God. <laughs> and what happens if you are renting 
if you're renting out property now and the renter, the tenant decides he's going to grow four plants because he's allowed to. Well, it all depends. I have an opinion that, uh, say you're renting an apartment, that strata is now going to decide if they're going to add something on their strata rules regarding growing. But what if you're just renting a house downtown? Okay, but then in your agreement, in your um, rental agreement, you have yeah. whether you're a smoker or a non-smoker. So does that smoking and non-smoking now apply to marijuana? Well, I mean, you don't necessarily need to smoke it. You can make oil or whatever, I guess. Right. Actually, I don't even know how do you make that, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this isn't one of those how-to <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> right. But so, you know, you, you tick off whether you are a non-smoker or not. But so, so now do you say non-smoker of cigarettes and non-smoker of marijuana and non-smoker of... Like, like how does that... How do you differentiate? I think mean, you're going to have to define that in a tendency. I agreement. don't think it matters. I think... Your, t- your landlord can add a little thing saying the tenant agrees marijuana? that will not be growing doing this or landlord and tenant agree that they will be growing mm. in the property. So right. there has to be something clear. Right. Then there, there, there has to be some regulatory body about the, the installation of equipment that is going to be used to grow it. Like uh, maybe you're just going to grow it on your mantle. It's probably not the most ideal I'm assuming because most people use hydroponics, right? So like that's when you start getting into like really aggressive chemicals like fertilizers and Mm. you're starting to play with electrical to its higher capacity. It's all those little things that cause, that could potentially cause problems that may or may not be regulated now with the idea that you can just grow four plants in your house. Yeah. And why four? Does that seem excessive? Is four excessive? I don't don't even know. How big do they? How big do they get? I only got one tomato plant. I got a lot leftover tomatoes. I told you what you have to do with those tomatoes, Parker. Right. No, I just compost them. So, so is, that, you, is that what's going to happen to the leftover marijuana? <laughs> it's compost. Okay, it's composted. Isn't is there a way? Wasn't there a recommendation that you found? Uh, I that read some article. It says please don't burn it. <laughs> <laughs> don't burn the. Excess. I mean, I don't know who's going to because there has. I think that there is. A, a certain amount that you can store. Like, yeah, you get your floor for plants or whatever, but you can store so much. You can't just right. like, like can stash it. it. And, but apparently you have to like grind it with water that reduces the smell and so and so and put it in a way that you can dispose of it. Well, if, who's going to dispose of it? Exa- well, I know They're growing that it. was my yeah, whole point is yeah. this extra paragraph after please don't dispose properly is... Useless, because I don't Is know. there going to be like a Facebook site that's going to be like, help me dispose of my unwanted marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about that. What about insurance? Insurance. Well, I did a little bit of research, and I have to thank Keely Cahill, because she answered my call, and she was very prompt to uh, get some information from me. Shout out to Keely. Yeah, Keely. Yeah, she is from Wilson Becker Insurance. Anyway, she told me that she got a couple emails from insurance companies saying that as long as the insured has legal amount of plants, is not selling, and it's not producing for illegal purposes, there is no implications. Uh, she also said that uh, some companies an, are adding a special limit of insurance to include coverage for recreational cannabis uh, and one of them in particular is offering a $500 limited uh, insurance for that. There is no coverage if you, they're outdoor plants. 
This is this is what I found out today. So you're not getting covered if your deer eats if creeps no. in your backyard and chews up your marijuana plants. Now, one thing I did read is that if you have any, if you're growing any, it has to be locked. It has to be kept away from. You can't grow beside a school, for example. Okay. Uh, Outside, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're growing outside, you can't be beside a recreational area or anything like that. So hmm. it was, uh, yeah, some, I mean. So what's the deductible? If I got. I don't know. That's, I don't. And, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> somebody breaks in and steals my plants. What's my deductible? <laughs> we want to see the bills first. And what if it happens like every other every month? Every other. <laughs> right? Every other week. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Maybe it just will be just so devalued. Exactly, because everybody can have them in their house. Yeah, mm. that, that could be... That it's could like be you said, nobody stole my tomato plants yeah, from nobody, my backyard. <laughs> nobody stole mine either. Nobody wanted mine, to be honest with you. They didn't look right. Um, I wonder if we have more fires. Like, I wonder if we have more risk in the insurance side of things with poor electrical maintenance yeah. because the average basement tenant or kind of wing nut is playing dabbling with high load situations on lights and and catches on fire i mean like not to jump back into chickens we talked about chickens quite a bit in this podcast but (laughs) the chicken heat lamps cause a lot of fires as well it's i'm not saying like that i'm just saying like running hydroponics in your house is a fire risk period yeah right right and now you give that authorization for anybody to do, I guarantee you there's going to be more fires related to equipment issues around the subject. And that's why I think that there's going to be, after this, there's going to be more and more guidelines. Sure. I think we need more guidelines. Yeah. Guidelines, guidelines saying, okay, you can have your four plants, but they have to, this, this is what you got to do. This is the four boxes you got to check. And right. this is the equipment you have to use. Okay, so, let, so on. let's do a poll. Are you in favor of this or are you against it? Allie, you go first. You know what? I'm, if anybody wants to do anything in their house, whatever. I don't, I don't care if they do, they grow that or not. Okay. I, I'll do whatever I want in my house. I'll still get my tomatoes inside before putting them outside. And I hope nobody bothers me about that. It's not that I'm against or in favor. It's just... Philly, what's your, uh, what's your take on it, it? Yeah, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to be doing it, and I'm not going to be um, growing any plants. Yeah. So that's my take on it. So my take is simply this. I have a theory. And I'm in favor it because of one specific issue. The houses that were previous grow-ops that are now really unfinanceable by... A-type lenders. I'm thinking that the trend becomes so common to have marijuana being grown in a house that the the stigma of that disappears. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so much that I think it might even be a viable investment option to locate previous grow-ups that are undervalued and buy them. Right now. Because in five, six, seven years, when this just becomes the norm, those properties will just be at the same value. There won't be a stigma to them anymore. Because the neighbor is going to have plants too. Because yeah. everybody's just, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to do it either, but yeah. if you go down a city block and you see 25 houses, there's going to be five of them for sure that are going to have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. There could be some value here. We might be sitting on a gold mine. 
And that's why listening to this podcast is so darn educational. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? If they contact us, we can help them find those grow up houses. We we can locate it. Yeah. 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 Any one of the panel of podcast team members. (laughs) We will help you find that previous grow up house. What about you, Emma? Hmm? What about you? What about me? In favor or not? I have no opinion either way. Like it, I... Safe one. People, people are going to use it if they want to use it and they'll ignore it if they want to ignore it. I don't really think much is going to change. Yeah, I don't think anything's going to change because no. I don't think right now that cops are breaking down doors to find four plants, like not on purpose, mm-hmm. maybe by accident. Yeah. I just don't think that's a thing right now. I don't think that there's a whole lot of, you know, disruption in, in small little like medicinal use or recreational use stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I hope I don't see this like turn into like a thing in schools and stuff because right now I think it's 19. You still have to be 19, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like if you go to like, does anybody report anybody for drinking under the age of 19? I mean like no. you can't go into no. a bar, but if you saw somebody – a 16-year-old drinking a beer at a campsite, do you phone the police? No. Well, so does that, does that change? I don't know. But uh, you know what? You can't walk down the street drinking a beer, okay? But are you going to be allowed to walk down the street smoking? Are you not allowed to be, walk down the street? Or what no. If you, what if no, it's in a you're month? Not. No, you're not. No, okay. no open containers. No. All right. Like a Mac Park, I can't go and sit and have a beer after soccer or whatever. Okay. Right? But am I going to be able to sit there and smoke a joint? Right. Not that I would. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And is it going to be like bylaws where you're not allowed to smoke out of, outside of certain buildings or out in the park or wherever? Is that going to happen? Where would you that? smoke it? Like the five-meter rule? In your, in your, well, in it's your it house be, or yard. No, no, not it. in the house because that's like if you have other people in the house. That, you're not allowed. You're, you're wrecking that. Like that's not good either. Yeah. yeah, but people smoke in the house all the time. We, we show houses all the time that smell like smoke. They smoke I would say less and less though. Less and less. True. Right? Yeah, but you're allowed to. You're allowed to. Technically, if you but have children if you have in kids. the house, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to smoke in your car if you have kids right. yeah. or in the house if so you have kids. So what about smoking marijuana? Are you allowed to? Is it going to be, be treated like smoking like cigarettes or, or like beer? Like yeah. having a beer. So let's say you're, it's a combination. Well, you can't smoke marijuana and drive either. Like that's obviously well, not going to be allowed. Well, of course not. Well, yeah. right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of lots. So of then debate. it is. It is a combination between alcohol and tobacco. Mm-hmm. Right. It's going to have to have both. Going back to Strata as well, I got a notice in my apartment building saying that the because all of our apartment buildings are non-smoking and including our balconies that the same rules apply for marijuana, for marijuana as well. There's no smoking of marijuana anywhere near our building. Right. Okay. There you go. But can you sit on your balcony and have a beer? Yeah. There's yeah. nothing in our bylaws to say I can't. Okay. Yeah. It's your private property still. Yeah. Still, yeah. It's like a beer garden. It's like a <laughs> mini Except beer it's like garden. a beer balcony. <laughs> it's a beer balcony. <laughs> that fits four people. All right. Well, I think in conclusion, my thoughts are um, this will be good for the disclosure issues. I think that this will make it more reasonable because at the end of the day, in my opinion, it really shouldn't matter if you're growing two plants or four plants in your house 
What matters is, is whether you're getting electrical permits and you're doing it correctly electrically and you're not putting too much, dumping too much moisture into the atmosphere of your home, Mm -hmm. which could later cause organic growth and mold and mildew and all those types of things. Mm -hmm. That's the issue. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you're doing it with tomatoes or petunias, like it's still the issue is moisture, electrical issues, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Environmental issues and safety issues. Yeah. So, so hopefully there's definition around it. Hopefully there's more definition and it, it, it soothes the stigma of remediated grow ops Mm -hmm. that have been remediated electrically, environmentally, and they become now viable. Actually, here's an interesting fact. Do you know why, or at least one factor in why, um, remediated past grow ops are hard to finance? Remediated grow ops are the highest likely homes to become grow ops again. Because it has all the infrastructure. Well, I don't know. The infrastructure should have been remediated out of it. I think because the stigma is there and they're so hard to finance, they just become cheap properties for the next guy to buy it to to do a grow up. And they probably are located in like an ideal location. And maybe it's just a cash deal. Could be, yeah. Right? Yep. That's my final thought. It's my concluder on this one. Nicely done. Thank you. Any concluders? Sum it up. Finales? I, I think that you did. You I got any other names for this? Um, what are we going to name this what podcast? We said? Electric lettuce. Did we say that one? <laughs> Magic <laughs> dragon. Oh, do you want to know how Mary you say Jane. it in Spanish? How you call it doobie in Spanish? Yeah. Yes. Porro. I wonder if you guys can say the R's like that. Like I can. Porro. Porro. P-P. Borro. No, with a P, oh, P, no with B. P? Yeah, porro. Porro. Oh, there you go. Porro. At least in oh, Argentina, nice. that's how we call them. Good job. Good there rolling go. there with the R's. There you go. That's my <laughs> final thought. All right. <laughs> I love it. Okay, we'll see you later on when we have other interesting topics to talk about. <laughs> on the Kamloops Real Estate Insider. Thanks for joining. <laughs>